Hey, I decided to record this video to answer a very typical question I hear on so many software conferences where I speak about bureaucracy and explain how we work with microtasks. And uh, people keep asking me, what happens when we assign a microtask, a task to a developer, and then the developer doesn't want to work with that task, and then the developer just refuses the task because that's how we how we work in bureaucracy. We allow programmers to reject any task they get. And then the task gets assigned to another programmer, and another programmer also rejects the task. And then what happens if, if the task gets uh, bounced by many programmers and nobody wants to do that task because it's so complex, because it requires maybe more time than the micro budget on the task. And, uh, and, and that, that happens, actually. That situation happens not very often, but out of maybe 100 tasks, it happens a few times when we have something which is difficult to break into pieces because as you know we, we use puzzle driven development and the methodology which allows programmers to break down their tasks into smaller pieces and that's how we encourage them to decompose their work into smaller elements and uh, stay within the, the micro budget we give them but sometimes it's not possible sometimes the task is so complex and so undecomposable so that the programmer can basically not do anything with it just reject it just refuse it in that case we recommend software architect to use the boost factor so-called which is uh, explained in our policy and which i uh, explained in a blog post which i just posted today on the bureaucracy blog the boost factor is basically a multiplier you add to the micro budget assigned to the task. When the task is created, by default, it has 30 minutes. 30 minutes of, of time, of money, the developer will get when the task is complete. That's quite small, but that's a typical, normal, average amount of money slash time we give to the programmer. But sometimes the architect and the product owner people who are responsible for the money in the project, they may use the factor which will multiply that amount by two, by four, by 10, by whatever. Well, there are some limits, but by any amount you want, basically. And that will encourage programmers, the programmer who is assigned to the task, to work on that task, to go extra mile, as they say, to actually put an extra effort uh, to complete the task, to do something which is difficult to do without decomposing it into pieces. And that method works, actually. We believe in bureaucracy that the best motivator for, for anybody, for programmers specifically, is actually money. We understand that there are many other motivators, like people like to work on something which is interesting, they, people like to work with people who they like, people like to work with something they find um, interesting on, on a larger scale, like they, they want to work on larger projects, on projects which actually change something in the world. We understand that. We understand that all of those motivators, they exist. But we think that the fundamental, the basic, the main one, motivator for everybody in a software project is money. We want people to work for money. We want people to want to work for money. We want people to know that uh, their rewards will be financial rewards for what they complete. And that's why we think, we believe that the boost factor, the multiplier you add on, the, on top of a, of a task budget, will actually help programmers get more interested in completing that specific task, no matter how complex it is. Well, if it is complex, then the multiplier is larger. The boost factor is larger. And I'm recommending to you, that's why I'm recording this video, if you're a programmer, to think about that motivator, to think about that, that 
motivational factor, money, which actually work for you or don't work for you right now. If they don't work, then I think there's something wrong with your uh, understanding of your profession, the understanding of the job you're doing. Money has to be the instrument to motivate you, the instrument you give in the hands of your manager. If you don't know how much your time costs, if you don't know how much more money you want for that specific task to be more interested to complete it, it's basically your problem, it's your fault. You're not professional enough to work well to work in bureaucracy but we believe that many projects in the future will be managed like we manage right now in bureaucracy so if you now are not ready to talk to your manager to talk to your project uh, using the language we use in bureaucracy like the language of money the language of multipliers the language of dollars where you say that this task i can complete in 30 minutes, for 30 minutes, for, uh, I don't know, $25. But that one, I'm ready to complete for $75 only. So I want the multiplier 3x. If you're ready to say that, if you feel comfortable of saying that, if you feel comfortable of demanding more money when you see a more complex problem, then you are uh, a programmer who is ready for for the future management, for the management which we do in bureaucracy, for the management which will happen in the industry in the future. I believe so. On the other hand, if you're not ready to use this language of money, if you're not ready to demand more cash from your project when the problem is more complex than usual, then it's your fault. Change it. Change yourself. Start thinking in terms of money versus results that you produce, that you contribute to the project. That's what I wanted to explain. Read the blog post. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.